One of the main components of being a chef is respecting the process and rules that apply if you want to be working and upheld to a high standard, right? For chocolatiers, part of that is understanding your ingredients and understanding their role is what and what is called AW, aka water activity. This podcast covers the basics of what you need to know about this hot topic in an episode I am calling What the Heck is Up with AW. Intro in 3, 2, 1, boom! Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinha Chocolate and Codinha Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. All right. Hello, hello, chocolate friends. Welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're having a fantastic Friday so far or whatever day it is that you are listening to this by the way right off the bat before i forget this month is filipino american heritage month and if you're in the valley oh hey come stop by cafe aficionado tomorrow october 9th from 1 to 5 p.m to support your girl and other local filipino small businesses there will be chocolates cookies crafted items and more and a DJ to get your dance on, because you know, us Filipinos, we love to dance and move it, move it, right? <laughs> so yeah, stop on by. Alrighto, so AW, what the heck is it? Why is it important? And why is it such a buzz? Well, first things first, AW, or water activity, is not new news, right? It's actually always been part of the whole chocolate process. I am talking about when you are creating ganaches, right? It's just that with time and scientific improvements, we have now been able to calculate what's called free water or water activity inside a ganache. Now, why is this important? Well, if you are creating a ganache, a product that's mainly composed of fats, sugars, cacao, dairy, you want your product to not only have a texture that is soft and desirable to the consumer, but you want a filling that is shelf stable. Now, what does shelf stable mean? Well, it means that if your customer goes and has a piece of your chocolate today, or a piece in two to three weeks, you'd hope that your filling still upholds, right? It still has integrity over time and it, it isn't spoiled or lessened in much flavor. Now, water activity is basically a means to measure the amount of free water that is in a ganache. When you hear free water, and I wish I am picturing like Bill Nye the science guy right now with little diagrams of water molecules floating around, but basically all ingredients contain water, right? There will always be water content in most ingredients. 
and some of that water will be bound, meaning the molecules bind to something else, and they are not free, right, to roam or move around or be an environment for microorganisms to thrive and grow. And the other part of water is free, which is exactly what it is. It's open to microbial growth. It's not bound to anything. Now, that is one of the main components or reasons why AW is so important. When you create a ganache, ideally, you want to create a ganache with an AW of 0.85 or less. For reference, pure water has an AW of 1. For more reference, nothing can have an AW higher than 1, right? So if you have an AW of 0.85 or less, then your ganache should have a shelf life of about 45 to 60 days. The only true way, however, to measure AW is through an AW meter, which is expensive. Uh, last I checked, they're running for about three to four grand minimum, right? Or through a program like ProShock, which is also very expensive, which helps you to balance out your recipes and make sure that your ganache meets those certain standards. So how do we figure out what our AW is or figure out if we have a balanced ganache if we don't have an AW meter or a software program like ProShock? Well, then you need to make sure that you have a balanced recipe. Balanced recipe is just part of the chocolatier process to ensure that you're creating a product that is shelf stable, hopefully has a desirable texture and flavor, and it shows that you're respecting all the ingredients that go into your ganache. When you think of a ganache that's composed of raw materials, a lot of people think that they're just putting cream and chocolate together, some sugar, some butter, and if it's too thick, they'll add more cream. If it's not thick enough, they'll add more chocolate. Yes, that's a quick fix for you to have a chocolate that reaches the desired viscosity or fluidity that you want to work with. However, if you don't understand the percentages that you're working with, meaning how much water now you're increasing into your ganache recipe, then how do you know how long your ganache shelf life is going to be? And what happens if you have a customer who buys some of your chocolate, God forbid they bite into it and it's spoiled or there's bacteria? Not very good. So you need to balance your ganaches. This is not new news once again, um, but balanced recipes means that your recipe has a the following 20% maximum um, total water content, 30% minimum sugar content, 21% total cocoa butter, and 15% max dairy fat. Now, to go into great detail of how to obtain each of these would be rather long and honestly kind of boring to go into, and it's much more something better to see visualized, right? But basically, when you have a recipe, when you're looking to balance a ganache, you can't simply throw whatever ingredients come off the top of your head and bam, you have a recipe, right? Like I said, you have to understand the technical properties of all your raw materials. What do fats contribute to your recipe? What do sugars, what do sweeteners contribute? What does cacao butter, uh, cocoa, what do these different percentages, how does it affect your recipe and your end product, right? And like I said, I am not going to go into every nitty gritty detail of every single property of the most commonly used materials because there's actual research that you need to do for this to be um, known. And there's this handy dandy tool called Google. <laughs> Use it. Or there's this thing called a mentorship program. Apply. <laughs> so once you understand how each raw material works, then you're going to look at 
what are the percentages of each raw material in your recipe, right? When you know what the percentages of each raw material is in your recipe, from that you're going to be looking at, okay, from all of my raw materials, what's the total percentage of water, what's the percentage of cocoa butter, what's the percentage of sugar, what's the percentage of dairy fat in each of those raw ingredients, whatever applies. Once you do that, you compare it against ideal balanced recipe percentages and you look at where you need to make adjustments. Now, this sounds like a lot of information when you first hear it, and I completely understand that, and it is a lot of information, and it does take a lot of time, trial, and error, which is once again why I'm not going to go into every nitty-gritty detail of how to do it, because A, I spent the time to do my own balancing, B, uh, I don't work for free, you guys, sorry, um, but understanding that it takes a lot of work and time, yes, it's very overwhelming, but in the long run, it helps you if you want to become more of a professional chocolatier, right? Because you're not just respecting one component of something. You're respecting something that in the end has the, has the effect that it could affect your customers in the long run. And if you pay attention to balancing your recipes and it'll be with an AW in the correct range, and you're respecting the percentages, and you're understanding how you reach those percentages, and you understand, okay, if I adjust one ingredient, what do I need to do to compensate for it? Um, you know, it's, it's a lot at once, but understanding and taking the time to figure out these things makes you a better chocolatier because then you understand, you have a deeper respect for the science part of chocolate. And that is something that will set you apart from other chocolatiers, right? Because you understand how your chocolate, how your ganache, how everything actually works. You're not just making something that looks great on photos or looks great for, you know, to brag about or I don't know, whatever it is. But you have an actual scientific backing to it. And that's part of being a chocolatier as well. Um, like I said, this sounds very complicated. I understand that. And people make it way more difficult than it needs to be. Um, understanding those percentages is key. Understanding, once you understand, okay, I need to look at the technical properties of my individual ingredients and understand which ones contribute sugar, which ones contribute dairy fat, etc., and able to sum those up and find out your sources, look at your manufactured data sheets, again, do your research. We have Google now, you guys. It's the blessing of our era that we have the internet because information is so quick and valuable to us um, you can figure out things fairly quickly and then you do test and you do test in your in your kitchen and you adjust here and there even if you have a balanced recipe you might find that you know the chocolate flavor is too strong you might find that the viscosity is maybe too thick still so again you go back to your recipe and you make adjustments and you work again until it's to your liking and in the end that pays off for you and your customers because now you have a more stellar product I will say that once you balance most of your recipes or a few base recipes, you don't have to balance every single freaking recipe or create a recipe, I should say, from scratch every single time. Once you have a few solid recipes under your belt, it becomes fairly easy to start substituting different ingredients um, that may be similar to what your recipe, your base recipe is. And then again, it's just a matter of checking out the technical properties specifically of those substitutions and making slight adjustments as needed. Because if you start from scratch every single freaking time for every single recipe, it's gonna make you freaking crazy. Or you're going to become very, very efficient in balancing recipes. So in short, AW 
or water activity, measures the free water activity in a ganache. Free water is exactly as it sounds, water that is free or not bound to anything and able for microorganisms to thrive and or grow. The main reason we want to keep our AW in check is because of safety parameters to our customers and to extend the shelf life of our products. Ideally, a balanced recipe has an AW of 0.85 or less. The only true way, however, to measure AW is with an AW meter or a software such as ProShock. Skipping out on this step is working blindly in your kitchen and is dangerous to the integrity of your products and your business. You need to be confident and comfortable knowing that the products you put out for sale are safe to the consumer. Following the balanced recipe of 20% max water, 30% minimum sugar, 21% minimum cocoa butter, and 15% maximum dairy ensures that you have a recipe good for 45 to 60 days on average. And this is sourced from Ramon Morado's chocolate book. I am not making this out of my hoo-ha. And once you have a few solid recipes to work with, it becomes easier to create new recipes based on those base ones and not much more adjustment will be needed typically when you make substitutions. And as with anything in chocolate, respect the process. Understand your ingredients because that's what composes your fillings. And I always say this, but ganache is the star of the show, right? Your end goal is to have a ganache with a soft, creamy texture that when it's tasted at about 20 degrees Celsius has a nice flavor, a nice mouthfeel. It has a nice contrast to the outer chocolate shell, which should also complement the filling, by the way, and a flavor and a texture that does not change much over the course of time. Again, if you respect those percentages, then that's about 45 to 60 days shelf life when it's properly stored in a cool, dry environment. And of course, respecting the process shows not only a level of dedication to your craft, but also your care for your customers because you've spent the extra time to ensure that you've created a stellar, shelf-stable, absolutely delicious product. And if you'd like more help with this or anything else along the lines of chocolate, I highly encourage you to check out our mentorship program. Bruno and I really do pride ourselves on what we've built. And I always say that it's a program unlike any other chocolate program out there right now because it's continued education, like really involved continued education for a minimum of three months with a focus not just on chocolate, but on mindset, sales skills, other aspects of your business. And whether you're just beginning or already established, our goal is to help you tap into your full potential and help you uncover ways to increase your business. In the end, I think we all want the same thing, right? We all want freedom to do what we love and to live off of that. For some, even if it's just a hobby, there's always a sense of fulfillment that comes when you truly know that everything you're putting out there is the absolute best it can be. So rather than wasting time and money on mistakes or living in fear and not taking action, I highly urge you, those who are serious about becoming a chocolatier, to apply because we only work with a very small group of mentees at a time. We work with you two-on-one, that is Bruno and I, with you, with access to us 24-6, that is 24 hours, six days a week because we need one day off. And we help you gain clarity on your goals and we help you to freaking crush them. For more information, you can head to www.codiniachocolatementorship.com forward slash apply. And that is it for this podcast episode. I hope that you found it helpful. If you're a little foggy on what AW is, I hope that it cleared it up for you. My last tip for this episode, and I'm going to say it because it's true, 
but there are a bajillion people out there I know who are giving out information on chocolate. My advice would be always consider your sources and do your own research. Meaning if you decide to believe chocolatier A versus chocolatier B, what is that chocolatier's background? Who have they learned from? Is what they're saying even true, right? Because there can be a lot of misconception that just because someone comes off as an authority figure based on the number of followers or the likes that he or she has, you can automatically assume that what they're saying is solid truth. And sad to say, that is not always the case, right? I only say that because I've seen it recently and it bugs the heck out of me, but you know, people fall for it and that's just how it is. And I'm not trying to bag on anyone when I say that, but again, I it makes it makes me sick to see bad information or non-complete information rather being shared, right? Because then people believe it and then they go along doing it or they spend money on things that probably aren't really necessary for them to succeed in chocolate. Just saying. Anyways, I ramble, but yes, always check your sources. And I know what you may be thinking, well, who are your sources? <laughs> well, I will say uh, both Bruno and I have almost 30 years experience in pure chocolate work, working in this industry. We've worked with literally some of the best in the biz, including MOFs, American Chocolate Masters, Pastry World Champions, Melissa Koppel, etc. I literally sought out the best when I decided to become a chocolatier because I came from nothing, like knew nothing absolutely in chocolate. So any information I share is always backed up by someone who is highly respected in the industry and it's contributed more than I ever have, right? I believe sharing valuable information that is true is just as important now that Bruno and I are teaching um, others how to succeed with chocolate so we will never bs you we will never give you false information we will never give you anything other than what we know to be true that like i said is backed by years and years of experience and other successful professional in this industry all right that is all for this episode thank you so much for listening i hope it wasn't as dry as aw is or rather wet as aw is because water but you know and i will catch you next time And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Cadenia Chocolate where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's gonna sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie! Catch you on the next one.